baby, you know what that sound means. It's time for The Edge with Terry Waldrop. Terry talks about all the hottest topics in sports every single weekday from 9 to 10 a.m. He's controversial, he's charismatic, and he's the captain of this ship for the next hour. Here's your host, Terry Waldrop. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in Sports Talk 97.7 The Edge. What is today, Friday? Today is Friday, July 27th. Yeah, already. July 27th. You're going to be in, uh, yeah, school starts here, what, two weeks, maybe? Yeah. A little trip next week. Last blast for the summer. Good. I'm glad get you're getting out, of, getting out of town. Getting out of town again. Got to go to the Sunshine State. Get to go to, uh, flying into Miami. Good. Nice so, place uh, to be. There yeah. you go. Yeah, I'm going to go visit Cuba. You believe that? Are you, uh. No, I'm not going to visit Meeting Cuba. the uh, Medellin cartel down there? What do you, what exactly uh, will you be doing? I could tell you, but I have to kill you. I probably would. At any rate, somebody we don't have to kill, somebody that you want in your life, folks, especially if you have a small animal. Our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, simply the best pet care you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Go see them on US-165 North in Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, you are welcome to chime in. You can text us uh, all the time, 888-993-7762. Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line, and you still have a chance to call us uh, before the school year starts. When we start the school year, the calling will be very limited, so it's open lines until then. Again, it's 888-993-7762, Valley Federal Credit Union hotline and text line. So if you're upset with Terry and myself, uh, if Ma- you mainly wanna, Jamie, if you want to vent over the relatively this is still a relatively family show uh feel free to do it for the next two weeks after that uh won't be possible uh terry uh dr david weber real quick uh north monroe animal hospital us 165 north uh you said small that that is small animal but by small he'll he'll go up to about about what 100 something pounds i mean if you, you don't want to bring your cow i think you could take a moose in there and he, he could probably be compassionate do it. yeah and take care of the moose he'll find a way you know but uh, i think he draws the line at horses probably does yeah and i don't blame him if you've ever birthed a, a colt at three o'clock in the morning in 20 degree weather you would probably want to Venture away from that as Can't well. Can't say that's a bucket list thing for me, Jamie. No, uh, as they say, uh, drop them on the ground. Well, good luck with that. Um, but, Terry, uh, again, it is Friday. We are uh, in the midst of uh, having heading into football season, uh, although basketball season, based upon what my television watches, never out. The summer league is going strong. Uh, the U.S. Open. Uh, tennis is, is, is in full bloom, and we have one, one of our uh, – one of the ladies on the tour who seems to be uh, always uh, in the news, and this time she's not uh, not very happy. Uh, one Serena Williams is, uh, well, let's just say she's uh, feeling like she's being put upon. Indeed. Anything you want to? Uh, well, I mean, and, you know, I can't tell you the validity of it or not validity of it, but uh, Serena tweeting out, and look, let, let's be fair to Serena in the sense that uh, probably the most dominant women's tennis player? Yeah, I'd say she probably, well, always in the conversation for sure. Oh, and, I, th- uh, I, th- I think yeah, she's, she is a dominating women's tennis player. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly a lot of physical, mental attributes that, that go with Serena. And obviously her sister, uh, was Venus, Venus Williams, mm-hmm. have, have done really well. Uh, Serena tweets out the other day, and again, I, I, athletes – 
your your organizations, the Players Association, I'm not sure what the Tennis Women's Professional Association is. I, I know about the NFL Players Association, NBA, et cetera. Uh, they have drug testing that is mandated through the collective bargaining agreements. Through the random drug testing. Yes, or it could be non-random drug testing mm-hmm. if you've uh, been cited uh, for a violation that people, you know, they would keep that confidential. And I, I don't have any reason to think that she has. Um, but anyway, Serena Williams tweets out the other day, and it's that time of day to get, quote, randomly drug tested. And only Serena, out of all the players, it's been proven I'm the only one getting tested the most. Discrimination? I think so. At least I'm keeping the sport clean. And hashtag stay positive. And then she goes on on another one, but I'm ready to do whatever it takes to have a clean sport. So bring it on. I'm excited. Uh, I think the first part is a frustration tweet. And then the second part is, you know what, whatever I got to do to keep the sport clean, uh, I'll do. Uh, Are they discriminating? You know, you're the best player in the world. Mm -hmm. You certainly have physical attributes that uh, I think just an average person would say, you know, she's a really big, strong, muscular individual. Yeah. Uh, is there a possibility that there could be performance-enhancing, you know, steroid-type stuff? Uh, it's not out of the realm of possibility. Do I think she does it? I don't know. I'm not a doctor. I don't run the drug test. But this is what the Players Association and the, and the, uh, the tennis organization has mandated. So if it's random, it's random. If it's not, it's not. But, uh, you know, here's the other option. Don't don't play. Who told Lance Armstrong told us for you? Oh no, I'd never cheat. Lance Armstrong had a laboratory that made Doctor Evil jealous back in the day. Oh, I would never ever cheat. It's, Lance Armstrong destroyed people's careers that accused him of doping. Mm-hmm. And when it comes to uh, come to find out, he had more dope in his system than Cheech and Chong in their seventies movies. And that's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot. Yeah. Well. I don't think Serena is really a lot like the NFL players. I don't think she's really looking at the big picture here in the sense that, yeah, I think she, you know, number one, she's never missed an opportunity to pose nude for this SI Illustrated, you know, bodies of the year or whatever. So she's very, and she's, I mean, she's, she's, she's somewhat uh, amazing in her physique and so forth. And when she says it's been proven, how do we know it's been proven, Serena? Do you have can well, you, I, I you have statistical? Have yeah, I think yeah but I mean, does she have statistical stuff. data to prove that she's the one that's tested all the time? I saw that somewhere, Jamie. And if she is, that's fine. But like you said, you're the top of the sport. To me, it would almost be an honor because I'm doing this. I'm the top of the game uh, without doping. Dead spin. And, you know, how reliable they are is in the eye of the beholder. Deadspin article said that Serena has been checked five times in 2018 as of June, and that's more than any other U.S. woman or man in the sport. Um, Richie from Bienville chimes in. Discrimination? Nah. That's just what happens when you, you look more jacked than 70% of males your age. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, do I do I think there's discrimination? I mean, what could you say? Are we going racial discrimination? Are we going sexual discrimination? You know, and I think she leaves that door open. Yeah, when you say that word, you're saying, okay, well, in what form are you being discriminated against? She's saying she's being, I, 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 I think. I don't know what she's saying. Well, I can't, I can't say because she could, the minute I say it's because they, there is some, they think that uh, she may be using performance-enhancing drugs. Uh, According to the USADA, which is a tennis database, um, 
and I don't know any of these people. I, I've got tennis coaches that listen on occasion out of state, and they, I mean, they could probably tell me. Uh, Sloan Stevens, whoever that is, was tested once. Venus Williams tested twice. Madison Keys once. Coco Vandeway twice. Daniel Collins was never tested. Alaskan Risque uh, and several other n- non-tested, and Williams was tested five times. Uh, a spokesman for Williams said it called the testing invasive and targeted. Uh, over the 23-year career in tennis, Serena Williams has never tested positive for any illegal substance despite being tested more than any other professional player. Okay, well, some of those names you mentioned, unfortunately, I didn't recognize, probably because they don't win as much as Serena Williams does. And I don't hear much about it. Venus is retired, I guess, now. I'm not a tennis uh, aficionado like I used to be. No, me either. And I think she's – but, hey, you know, say what she will. She's at the top of her sport. Uh, It's allowing her to get – endorsements advertising endorsements it's allowing her opportunities like i said with the sports illustrated issue which is only going to add to her uh you know i'm sure she got paid a, a good deal amount of money for that so i will pee in a cup I mean, twice a week if you pay me that kind I'll, of money i'll do it every day if i have the opportunity to make the money she's doing um you know I, all these it's hard for me terry and we'll talk about this maybe in another segment but it's it i, I wonder what you know, the guy, uh, our, our friendly ice truck driver or uh, UPS driver out there, and, and by the way, be careful out there in this heat, guys and gals. Um, but if you're, your job, and I know most of you have, you know, got jobs that, you know, some of them, particularly if you're outside, it's, it's, it's tough this time of year. It's hard to do, and you do it well. And uh, you don't have the opportunity to say, hey, I've been uh, – you know, they'll tell you tomorrow, well, if you don't want to do it, we'll find somebody else to, and they will. It's interesting. So, And somebody just texted in, I don't know this to be true, I'm just going to read it, that she did have a TEU uh, test in the Olympics, which TEU, I didn't know what that was, to be honest with you, probably most of you guys don't either. That's a therapeutic use exemption. T. Okay, so in other words, she was maybe recovering from an injury or something? Uh, yeah, there's a and lot she of things. Was maybe she maybe had something to probably... Dull the pain, or, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I don't know what that is. Uh, and th- this is Harry. This, you know, she had it during the Olympics, and she hasn't showed much of a physical decline well into her thirties in a sport where you're typically washed up at age twenty-seven or so. Interesting. Well, I think she's, you know, again, it's hard for the average Joe, at least, and I'll consider Terry and myself average Joes. Or Jill's, who knows, depending on how we identify that day. Um, Wasn't Lance Armstrong tested a whole bunch, too? A bunch. Yeah. And I'm not saying that she did or she didn't. I'm just saying, overall, you either have rules in your sport or you don't. And, right. again, at the NFL, you have flexible rules. <laughs> you know, it's pretty, eh, we're going to penalize this. Well, what this guy did was uh, he literally smoked weed during the drug test. Yeah, we're going to suspend him for, you know, a game. This guy knew about somebody else doing something else that, you know, he got a speed. Uh, it's nine games for him. I mean, Roger Goodell and the uh, the zoo that is the NFL soon getting ready to start. I can't wait. You know, here's here's the thing, and, and, and Richie again hits it, you know, invasive. Dear God, if you don't like the testing, find another career. Hey, they're hiring at the fish market, Serena. They've got an opening at the fish market. If I don't you think wanna... Serena's hurting for a nickel. Yeah, I, this is hard for me. I mean, think about this. And whether it's pro football, any of these professional athletes, we all know we would give 
parts of our body up to have the opportunity to earn the money they make, even if it's a, a you know a short career. I mean, none of us are ever going to sniff very often at a million dollars a year, much less multiple millions of dollars. We're going to try, but most of us fall short of the glory. But that doesn't mean that we're not going to try to do that. Most of us never get that opportunity. We may come close, but we don't have the opportunity these athletes. And for hear them whine and carry on about something here or there, I'm sorry, it falls on deaf ears. And I think it falls on deaf ears. I'm not going to spend my $70 that's important to me, that's very important to me, to spend it at a, you know, an event where I've got to hear these guys, you know, don't want to stand for the anthem, don't want to do this. Their life is so bad they have to drug test too much. They have to, you know, put their hand over their heart. Baloney. I mean, go do something else like the rest of us are having to do. And you know a lot of them don't do too well once their career is over with. I mean, I think the police blotters pretty much speak for that. So get off your high horse, get your ass to work, and, you know, be grateful that you've got an opportunity to make, you know, in in a profession where most of us would crawl through fire to get. And – it's hard for me. I mean, I don't know how the average Joe doesn't isn't tuning some of this out now. So, Serena, I'm sorry. You got millions of dollars. Go pee in a cup and shut the hell up. Oh, well, a lot of us have to take drug tests. I say us. I'm, yes. I haven't taken a drug test. If Gary. Perhaps I need to. And believe me, we don't come near Serena's and Venus's money. But if Ed and Gary tell Speak us tomorrow. For yourself. You got to come drug. I'm, I'm getting over there and I'm doing my, my duty as an employee. You're going to have to do that by yourself. Well, believe me, nobody wants to yeah, to be in there with good. me. But. We come back. Uh, everybody's favorite football coach of the SEC, Nick Saban, has a fantastic point. Uh, Scott Rabelais in uh, Baton Rouge, the advocate, wrote about it. Okay. And uh, we're going to discuss that. Yes, we're going to get away from Jamie peeing in a cup and get back into football. Please. When we return, you're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. This segment brought to you appropriately enough by our friend Mr. Bobby Manning, attorney at law, tremendous North Louisiana attorney, specializing in criminal offense, wrongful death, personal injury, drug testing policy, whatever you need, Bobby is there for you. Give him a call today, 318-324-1411. Bobby Manning, attorney at law. The edge rolls on after this break. I appreciate you staying with us through the break. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx, Tabor running the board, The Edge, the Friday edition of The Edge. It's late summer. It's the 27th day of July, 2018. This segment of our show, sponsored by friends at GB Cooley, Ben Pitts and Company, reminding you to support an incredibly worthwhile cause, which is Louisiana Special Olympics. Indeed. All right, so Saban comes on the other day, and uh, this is a Scott Rabelais article um, in Baton Rouge. And I think he's got a point, and I'm going to throw this out to you guys. They were talking about scheduling. Now, let me give you some of the opponents the Southeastern Conference is scheduling this year. First, I'm going to give you, um, well, you start with FCS Southeastern Louisiana. This is LSU, right? This is the LSU non-conference. You got, uh, I'll tell you the, 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 the less stressful games, probably in order. Uh, Southeastern Louisiana, FCS, Rice, and then Louisiana Tech, which Louisiana Tech is very capable of, of pulling an upset. Indeed. Um, you know, but it's early in the year, so we shall see. Alabama's schedule, they have Arkansas State, the Cajuns, and Citadel. And, again, I'm, I'm holding one game out. I'm holding their, their, their toughest game out of this. Okay. Uh, Auburn, they have Alabama State, Southern Miss, and Liberty. Florida, Charleston Southern, Idaho, 
and Colorado State, Georgia, Austin P, Middle Tennessee, Massachusetts, Kentucky, Central Michigan, Murray State, Middle Tennessee, the Rebels of Ole Miss, Southern Illinois, Kent State, Monroe, Mississippi State has Stephen F. Austin, Lafayette, Louisiana Tech, uh, Missouri. You, uh, <laughs> Missouri doesn't play anybody. Kids. Memphis is the only one that's close. UT Martin, Wyoming, and Purdue. South Carolina, uh, Clemson. Tennessee plays West Virginia, uh, East Tennessee State, UTEP, and Chattanooga. The Aggies of Texas A&M, Northwestern State, Louisiana Monroe, UAB. And the Commodores of Vanderbilt, Middle Tennessee, Nevada, and Tennessee State. So everybody's got four non-conference games. Uh, I gave you three of them. And Saban said, look, the, 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 stu- the students, the ticket uh, people that buy the tickets, they don't deserve bad games. He, Saban wants to go with everybody playing FBS schools, which if you're an FCS program, you're not liking that because you're making a whole lot of money out of this. So it helps. Uh, for example, when LSU is going to play Southeastern this year, and you guys know I'm a big Southeastern uh, fan, having coached there and still got some very, very, very close friends of mine. My two youngest were born there. How much are they going to take from that game? Uh, yeah, FCA, 900 to a million? Uh, uh, probably over a million, million and a half. 1.1? Yeah, something like, I don't have the exact number, but it's it's a it's a ch- good chunk of change. A million dollars to Southeastern is a bunch of money. Anybody is. Yeah, Southeastern has got some, but yes, it, it, it is to your point. Yeah. Um, and so he's like, look, you should be playing the Power Fives. Everybody should be playing minimum Power Five teams if you're a Power Five. And, look, I get the argument the SEC is the best conference in America. and We beat each other up. In the con- Look, you join the conference. It's a decision. You know, I'm sure the Big 12 would be more than happy to take an SEC application. Uh, you've proven, we've proven in recent years that you can lose an SEC and still win a national championship, especially with a, especially with a Final Four now, and if it goes to eight, even more so, it would be easier. But um, here are, now like, um, who is it? Um, everybody's got their own networks and all that kind of stuff. Everybody's getting away from the home-and-home home games. You know, that's the one thing about Saban and his genius and what he does. Saban doesn't play home-and-home home with a lot of people. Yeah, but he hasn't really. He's uh, got neutral site. Yeah, from Florida. Look, Florida State last year was number one in the country when he played them. Uh, I mean, he's you know he's played great. Had you know he's played in Orlando this year. They're playing. Uh, you know they've done West Virginia. They've done. Didn't they play Wisconsin a couple years ago? Isn't that right? Uh, don't know. I know I LSU. Played, I know LSU's LSU played them a couple times. I want to say they did too. I think they LSU's played Wisconsin. Uh, you, a times. They, they stomped a mud hole in USC a couple years ago. Stomped a mud hole in Michigan. Yeah. Uh, that was both in, uh, I think, Jerry World in Dallas. Yeah, but you notice if, if and this is uh, none of your biz, is if you notice uh, Saban really hasn't scheduled a true non-conference road game true. in over a decade. He's playing to his extreme. Everything's at a neutral site, which is basically what all these games are. Yes. These opening games, the, you know, the highlight of the of the schedule. They're destination stuff. People yeah, I mean, can travel. You can make the argument that LSU-Miami is a highlight of the Tigers schedule this year. Uh, I, I'm going to LSU-Miami. I'm planning on doing it. My, my oldest in, son and I in Arlington. In yeah. Arlington. Yeah. Uh, tickets actually are really reasonable. Yeah, well, I think a lot of LSU get tickets will be, probably be reasonable by, by the end of the Ouch. year. Uh, Ouch. Ouch. I hope not. But I don't disagree. <laughs> I hope the Tigers exceed expectations, but Seven and five, in my opinion, will be exceeding expectations this year. Um, everything is at a neutral site for Bama, which is which is fine. I mean, a lot of these schools are doing that, but he plays it to his advantage. Now, this is not saying 
that you don't play uh, that Auburn doesn't play ULM anymore. It just means that Auburn doesn't play Alabama State anymore. It doesn't mean that Alabama doesn't play. Uh, I don't know, maybe uh, ooh la la. Well, think about when Grambling went out to Arizona Arkansas last State. year and almost beat them. Should have beat them. Was it last year or year before? Two years ago. Two years ago. It should have beat. Should have beat them. And it can. It's happened. I mean, Liberty beat Baylor last year. Of course, Baylor's historically bad right now, but it doesn't make any difference. I mean, you got if you're going in with seventy something scholars, uh, sixty seven scholarships. Dude, what a stadium, by the way. Oh, McLean on the. I, dr- I drove past that the other day. Oh. Just had. I had to drive past it just to see. That's ja- why Baylor needs to be Jamie. It's unreal. I mean, that is a. It just towers up off the interstate. I mean, it's a beautiful McLean. Kudos stadium. to the Baptist. Oh for yeah, coming up with that. Baptist one. put some cash ba- into that Baptist one. Baptist put some money behind it, and they're quite capable of doing that. I've seen what they've done at Sanford. Believe me, in Birmingham, much smaller scale. But listen, uh, they don't hold back. Um, but again, these schools, and I, I per- personally, I, I really like. Uh, FCA. I, I, when I was in Alabama, a good friend of mine graduated from Jacksonville State. We went to those games a lot. It's a lot of fun, really. Those, it's really good football, to be honest. Play with it you. against Jacksonville State. Play it against Sanford. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're good schools, and and they play a great brand of a ball, both basketball, collegially. I think uh, who's the guy uh, that played at Kentucky is the head coach at Sanford now. Scott, not Pelfrey. Uh, but, 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 but anyway, Paget Scott Paget. Uh, I think is he's he still head, there. I, think I, think, he's I don't the think he's there anymore. Oh, he may, may have left. But anyway, um, good player, good good brand of ball. But I think what you'll see is what you've got going on in the Pac-12, possibly the Big Ten, where you only play three non-conference games instead of four. Uh, I think Gus Malzahn, believe it or not, is kind of on board with this too. Um, he kind of wants to see that. Uh, I hate to see it for the because it does pay a lot of bills for these uh, FCS schools. But if I'm buying but, season tickets, and I and I go but, ahead and throw but my, you can't, but they want them to play Notre Dame every non-conference game or Clemson, and you, it, that's not possible. I mean, the SEC sure is possible. Well, it is, but you're going to get your. I mean, the SEC's argument is, or the coaches. I mean, it, it's uh, you know, number one, these coaches want to stay employed. That's their first priority, and number two, and win. And in order to be stay employed, they have to win. And you can't – their argument is the SEC, we beat each other up eight weekends of the year, so we need four where we've got – or at least three. Now it's three, not four, because the, the one non-conference game is ex- excruciatingly tough. So you got we got three games where we've got to have a decided – Does the SEC East really have that argument? Seriously. you got you got Georgia and you got Florida. And much further down See, the again, line – you're again, you're completely dishing the Kentucky Wildcats this year. Let me let's look at do they do they play football there? Seriously? Let me tell you something. I think they've got a pretty all right, this is the non conference, okay? Please hold. Adams State? No. <laughs> Again, you're being dismissive. The, the Adams Bob. Adams. You're being, being being dismissive. Open with the Chippewas of Central Michigan. PJ Flex hold it. Pretty tough team. Mac Mac School. Pretty tough team. Dude, get out of here. Uh, I'm not through. <laughs> uh week three they play the Racers of Murray State. Pretty, pretty good FCS school. Uh, let me see. I've got to find the ah Middle Tennessee. Well, the Blue Raiders certainly competitive. Rick Stockstill, Britt Stockstill comes back for his fourth year, and the weekend they end it with Bobby Petrino. Now they're going to suck this year, but Louisville Cardinals. So that's Louisville, Middle Tennessee, Murray State, and Central Michigan. That, my friend, is a pretty salty schedule. In addition to from the West, they have Mississippi State and Texas A and M. Now. 
That's Kentucky, by the way. Football. Football. Not, right. a, not a oxymoron. No. Okay. No. You know what? You're – listen, I would when, – when, when you want to put a little money on this – you lost last year. You had me. You had Tennessee like winning a national championship. Well, I didn't know things, in like week three, and you're like you conceded. I didn't know. I didn't know Butch Jones was going to be an ultimate disaster. I mean, in week three, you're that. like, yeah, okay, I'm out. Well, I mean, okay. So anyway, um, you owe me something for another bet. Anyway. And by the way, just because Florida's got Mullen back, that's not a. You, you see, know. Florida had a bunch of kids that uh, had some issues. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Hey, it's back to the old Florida days. <laughs> That's the 30-30 I want to see. Yes. Back in the day with Tebow and uh, Aaron Hernandez and all that group. That's the that's the 30 for 30 I want to let's, see. Let's look at this. We've got – boy, that was quite a interesting locker room, wasn't it? You had yep. Aaron the, Hernandez. The Pouncey was, Brothers. <laughs> who was killing people probably while he was at Florida. The Pouncey Brothers. <laughs> Own it off the field. Yeah, the Pouncey brothers weren't exactly model citizens. And then you have, you know, the angel from heaven, Tim Tebow. Which, by the way, he's got a hot new girlfriend, in case you've been wondering. A Miss Universe something. I always got to bring that up. But good for Tim. Uh, and uh, I like Tebow. But I also like southeastern Louisiana. And I want them to make money. And I don't know if it's he, not uh, the job of LSU to pass. Oh, here we go. Boy, do you not. sound like you. You sound like you know who who wants that to happen though. Who want who who got that started? Who's and by that? the way, LSU was one of the first. Skip Bertman, because Skip Bertman said, "Why should we pay? No offense to Utah State, but why should we pay them a million and a half?" Well, I agree. If you're going to do that, yeah. Because he was saying taxpayer dollars. Yeah, I get that. Which fair enough. I yeah, yeah. I do get that. That's point. why Bertman wanted. Yeah, to do I get it. that point. Uh, we'll debate this on the other side. Though. This will be a good. We yeah, got a I'm, I'm of, right. Of a course. bunch of tickets in. My boy B's have bring back the old tack days. I like that stuff. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Walter Fox, Tabor running the board on the edge. A segment brought to you by our friends at Spinebell. Pair for the special people in your life, folks. Hook them up with a Spinebell gift certificate. 318-807-1060. Spinebell and Monroe back on Memento La Edge. And welcome back in Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Walter, Jamie Foxx rolling here on this Friday. Talking about scheduling, Jamie. Uh, you know, you got some traditional games that are very important to play. But outside the traditional in-state games, and let, let's talk about the in-state, South Carolina Clemson, Florida, Florida State. Every year. Georgia, Georgia Tech, Kentucky, Louisville. We get all that, right? No more A and no more Texas A and M in Texas, however. Right. Well, I think they're trying to bring that back, which they should. Uh, the best game outside that that area that's on campus is Clemson at Texas A and M, and that's early in the season. You got three others: Mississippi State at Kansas State, eh, Missouri at Purdue, and Vanderbilt at Notre Dame. Uh, none of those three really remotely interest me. Uh, South Carolina, I'm sorry, South Carolina, Clemson, yeah. Kentucky, Louisville, yep, Georgia, Georgia. I, I mean, I get all those. Texas A&M, Clemson. I think Clemson goes to A&M and stomps a mud hole in the Aggies. And uh, the fire Jimbo Fisher signs, but they, they have to give him the Alamo and a couple other sites to do that. Another interesting game, we got LSU against Miami in, uh, in Arlington. That's an interesting game to me. Uh, Auburn against Washington in Atlanta, interesting game. Is that a neutral game, Jamie? Auburn and Washington in Atlanta? Yeah, it is. It's, no, it's not a well game. But, I mean, they pick these sites way ahead of time. And yeah, I mean, it's, you know, go play in uh, in Seattle next time, and you know, in which they probably will. Uh, you know, it's like LSU and Wisconsin a couple years ago. 
They played at Lambeau Field, which is a great, great venue. It's not a neutral game. That's a decidedly home game for Wisconsin. LSU playing in the Superdome or LSU playing even in Houston or Arlington as compared to a Washington or somebody in Miami. Yeah, that's a decidedly home game. Um, But it's pretty thin otherwise. Ole Miss and Texas Tech in Houston? Eh. Tennessee, West Virginia? I like it. That's in Charlotte. But is it the... I would not see. I would not mind seeing them just for viewing purposes. I would not mind seeing people go to an all FBS schedule, maybe give them one every two years, three years, non F. You know that way you can you can throw the bone out there to whoever you want to throw it to every couple years. But um, yeah, I see people going because people's entertainment value. I mean, look if you're an LSU season ticket holder. Who are you? And I know I've got several friends of mine that give me LSU tickets, and I know, and I'm very appreciative of that. By the I way, like how you say that they give you the tickets. Well, no, I get the t- they'll give me tickets, and uh, you can bet the one, I can go ahead and look at the schedule and bet the ones I'm going to get, and I'm very appreciative because we go. But you know, so you may see the lions and the tigers hook up. In oh yeah, it's, it's very possible. I got you. Uh, but then again, you know, if I'm buying season tickets, things of that nature, does that really? Because people pay a lot of money for this, man. Gosh, I, you have to buy, in most cases, you have to buy the gotta right buy, to buy. i got to buy the bad games to get to the good ones. I had another guy tell me, you know, we buy them every year, and if LSU and Alabama are both really good, and mainly LSU because, you know, Alabama's going to be, he goes, I could sell the Alabama tickets and pay for the entire year. Really? Yeah. Uh, just sell just not Al- go to the Alabama game. But yeah, I sell your- the Alabama tickets, and it pays for the rest of the year. For the tickets for the rest of the year. So, but you know, if if LSU is not very good, obviously that price goes down. Um, and so I don't, you know, it's not the, you know, Michael. Uh, hey, asked a, a Nebraska and Iowa about North Dakota State. Go Bison! Absolutely, I'm a big North Dakota State fan. The Fighting Bison, Sioux, whatever they are. Uh, these North days. Dakota is the Sioux. North Dakota State are the Bison. Yeah, North Dakota State. The Bison are better. I've actually seen the University of North Dakota State here play back in the Northeast at Old Brown Stadium. Gosu. That was everybody. Gosu. A lot of we Hawaii had, people. We had North Dakota fans actually come down here. Oh, yeah. They love it. They, they, any reason they can get out of the, the, the miserable weather up there, they, they choose. And we were shivering like little wet rats, and they were like uh, like shirtless. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was unbelievable. These people are hardy folks. Yeah. I will tell you, uh, Michael. Uh, Nebraska and Iowa and the people that scheduled them, uh, those probably people didn't have jobs very long, whoever scheduled You don't schedule those guys because it's a no-win situation. If they beat you, which they're very capable of doing. And have. Uh, and have, it was a dumb – and if you beat them, well, you're supposed to beat them. You're FBS. So it's a dumb scheduling move. Uh, you know, it, it would be like uh, in basketball, a really, really good program scheduling. Uh, a Well, my friend Larry Cordero at LSU Alexandria, the reason he can't get Division One games anymore. He's beaten so many of them. They don't want to play you. They're, they're not going to play. Dude, I'm not going to play that game. For what? You know, you're making some money coming in here, and you can beat us, and sometimes you do? Yeah, we're good. We ain't playing. We'll go play. So I need somebody 0-30 with five starters coming back. Bunch of elitist out there. No, it's just it's common sense. So if, it, no, but, I mean, look, if the rules are not stuck against you, why are you going to do it? All right. If you – Again, I, I think sometimes the, the beauty of the let me put it in, put it in your wheelhouse here. the 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 beauty to me of the NCA uh, playoffs and and the the way they determine a national championship 
Now, I can't watch it all because it's just you get you go crazy after a while. But I love these first and second. I mean, Loyola of Chicago going to the Final Four. George Different Mac- game, Jamie. I know, but it's just, to me, it's every time David can knock off Goliath, it's a good day. They're playing 35 games in basketball, so you could lose a couple games in basketball. And you're fine. If, and it allows for that. Yeah. The scheduling allows for a hiccup. In football, you just you don't have that. It's baseball, same thing. You have the numbers that will allow you. You know, somebody told me this one time. If you play 30, 35 games in basketball, at the end of the year, you're going to have a certain record. Mm-hmm. And you're going to know where you are. I mean, if you go if you go 17 and 10, you're you an above average team. You know, if you go 5 and 29, you're terrible. If you go 34 and 2, you're really, really, really good. You know, football, you don't play nearly as many games. I, I, a friend of mine last year, I saw him play, and they went four and six, and they're literally three plays away from being seven and three. There's so, a, football, you don't play as many games, so the margin for error in a lot of ways is is much less, which I think is, is a factor in there. Well, and you see it in baseball, too. I mean, you know, what, Coastal Carolina won a national championship? It's possible. And I think that's what that's what America's all about is, is the – the ability for schools like that to compete at the highest level and, and not knock the big guy. We would love it. I mean, we let's be honest. If we're really honest with ourselves, we don't necessarily – we all really hate rich people, don't we? Why? Because we want to be them. Right? We really, we really hate people that are successful because we want to be them. Not because they're rich. I mean, we want to be – because we envy them. Right. Well, doesn't I mean, these these kids that go that can't get scholarships to the the Alabamas and LSUs of this world, it doesn't mean they're not talented. It just means they're not. I mean, you and I both know someone who's I had a kid, a friend of mine whose kid was being recruited by uh, Vandy, Wake Forest, great student, all the all the high academic schools ended up signing with Jacksonville State. Why? Because he was probably an inch smaller, 15 pounds lighter, and ran a tenth of a second slower than the other people. Wes, guess what? He ended up playing at Michigan State, LSU, as opposing. I mean, he, you get those, and that kid wanted to play for LSU his whole life. He said, that's the highlight. Dad, I got to play at Tigers. Granted, I played against LSU. But I got that opportunity. I know who you're talking about. Absolutely. You I can't agree. replace that. You can't replace you got, it. That kid, that, had, that kid's, he's got that ingrained in his memory for the rest of his life. And guess what? So do his parents. And I think that's what people don't stop and think about is the opportunities that, uh, and I'm not saying, I, I totally agree. Maybe it shouldn't be every year, but every other year, be able to drop down and play those, uh, those schools play up. And I think that's – Or the other thing is, you know, and what the NCAA do because they're money hungry where the schools are because it's a cash cow. You just add games to it. Now you're adding uh, trauma to more – I mean, because the, the the number of college football games has went up, you know. Right. It, it right. continues going up. And there's more stress, more uh, wear and tear on the bodies, more hits, et cetera, like that. So higher propensity for injury. So all that balance is out. And so interesting discussion – I think you're going to see that here pretty quickly, though. They're going to go to, to an all-FBS um, thing, and maybe they give them an exemption every couple of years, kind of like they do on the international trips for uh, for basketball. But I just I think that uh, the NCAA, you know, who makes more money? Uh, when you have an Alabama, oh, I don't know, let's think Alabama Power 5, Alabama 
um, Colorado State, Alabama, Utah, or Alabama, uh, Samford game. Do you think Nick Saban would have made that statement if he was the head coach at Missouri or Kentucky? Yeah. No. Yeah, I do. Because he had his program, that program at that level. No, I think it's because of where he is at 66 years old. Uh, he's more comfortable probably than he's ever been in his Saban's own skin. in mogul status right yeah, now. Yeah, he, he knows he's can, you know, he'll he'll do that because he knows he's got, believe me, all you got to do, have you seen the new dining room? They just built it out. It's it's, it's phenomenal. That's I mean, well, it should be. I mean, it's, it's, it's an embarrassment. And I, I, I'm saying, yeah, I admit I'm saying this out of envy. It's an embarrassment of riches. And they can they get the best players in the country. He's he's safe. There's more people fired now. And like you said, how many coaches are now unemployed because they lost by three to Bama? A lot. Hmm? Speaking of unemployed, we're going to be that if we don't go ahead and take this last break. You're listening to Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx, The Edge rolling on. This segment brought to you by our title sponsor, Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital, the best pet pair you're going to get anywhere in the free world. Folks, go see him on US 165. North. In Monroe, 318-345-4545. Dr. David Weber, North Monroe Animal Hospital. Back on Memento, La Edge. Welcome back in. Sports Talk 97.7. Terry Waldrop, Jamie Foxx coming at you here on this Friday morning. Appreciate you guys spending part of your early day with us. You're welcome to text in 888-993-7762, 888-993-7762, which is the Washtenaw Valley Federal Credit Union text line. Well, earlier in the week, Jamie, Josh Gordon, a much uh, misunderstood, unfortunate, bad luck circumstances, Josh Gordon, a appropriately enough Cleveland Brown player, uh, issued an inspirational statement regarding the fact that he's going to miss the first week of training camp because he is trying to get uh, his life together. He's had three years to do that. Hey, despite the fact that he has not played in 43 of the 48 football games during that same period, he is uh, going to be on the non-football injury list to start the, the year. Um, and so everything was good. They're like, hey, Josh is, is, is you know, it's, it's going to be good. Uh, Josh is ready to go. Well, the Browns, who are no stranger to uh, – the, the, the Browns are literally run by Sergeant Schultz from Hogan's Heroes fame. I know nothing. I think you're being generous. Yeah, I pretty much am. Uh, at any rate, uh, yeah, he is – I'm hearing voices in the background. Not anymore. Not anymore. Uh we're at our age, we hear them in our head. Yeah, like, okay, is that, is that, that's not my that's not my playlist. That's, that's what Josh Gordon is hearing right now. Yes. Well, Josh Gordon, the, the Browns have put him on the did not show up list. Yeah, but is that called the? Uh, sometimes that's referred to as the pup list, physically unable to perform. No, it's the I didn't show up to list. It's like you're supposed to go to class and you didn't show up. Because you know, my therapist says I'm not ready. For we, it. We've always been there. Uh, he's either with the team or he's not. And uh, right now he's not. He did not report. Uh, when they put him on the, quote, did not report list, this implies something more negative and voluntary than the non-football illness designation. Um, but but the Browns have a backup plan. Terry. He could get fined 40 k a day for every day he misses. Uh, right now, I don't know what his bank account looks like. I wouldn't think he'd be working very much. He'd want to make sure I, I made every practice. Des Bryant to the Browns sounds more plausible, doesn't it? And Des, not only Des Bryant, but Pac-Man Jones 
is uh, I, I mean, it's going to be the island of misfit toys. Dude, in, in awesome. Is Pac-Man there? Is he with the Browns? He's he's. I think they're having a workout with him. I don't. Uh, know he's not with Cincinnati sign. anymore. No, I think he's a free agent. Right awesome. Now. So, you know, Pac-Man uh, hanging in there. I think all they need to do. They, there's a few more out there. I say. Uh, I say bring on Dez, bring on Pac-Man. They're they're going for. Uh, Definitely going for the names. Well, in, well in Josh Cleveland. is a discount this year. You know, he's played in only a couple games in 48 games. He's played, what, in three games in 48? Jarvis Landry says they're going to the Super Bowl this yep. year. Uh, Jarvis needs to be drug tested. Um, Maybe he and Serena can do it together. The um, our, our friend Josh will only make $790,000 this year. Now, I want, you to, I want you to think about something. Chump change. I want you to think about something. If you And you guys out there, we all work, and we, and we all have things, some we like better than others, but... If you uh, if you had forty eight meetings that you're supposed to go to or presentations you have to give, and uh, you were not able to go for forty three of them, and you're still making seven hundred ninety thousand dollars a year, which you describe as quote peanuts, how many would sign up for those peanuts? I would do it for seventy nine thousand. Uh, most of the people listening would probably wish we could get seventy nine thousand seven hundred ninety thousand. And the NFL wonders why now everybody's a little bit put off by some of the stances of the. It's a it's a accumulation of a lot of things. You're going to, you know, disrespect the flag and do all this sort of stuff, which is, of course, you're right. And but then you expect me to plunk down, you know, 120 bucks, 150 on concessions, and be all gaga buy your jersey and be all gaga about you. Uh, no, no. I mean, that money means a lot to me. And the players are not, they're not looking at the big picture here or management. I mean, it's like, look, uh, Jerry Jones kind of addressed it as far as the Cowboys the other day. It's like, this is what we do in Dallas. You know what? Maybe Roger Goodell could, could, uh, maybe have a, a transplant and get Jerry Jones's backbone. Art text in. This is a pretty good one. Uh, <laughs> When, you know, think about this one. Josh Gordon is the biggest liability to the losingest team in the league. <laughs> I really hope Josh Gordon is fabulously successful. But, I mean, and I do because he's, you know, you don't want to see anybody spiraling down that path. It's choices he has made, Jamie. I know. I, I mean, know. he makes his own choices. I know. And, but, you know, at some point, you know, hey, gee, the Browns got somebody with character issues. Never saw that one coming. Well, I mean, if you're looking to sign Dez Bryant and Pac-Man Jones, you're really not too concerned about people that are making bad choices. At least those you? guys can play a little bit. Josh Gordon, don't. we don't know if he Of course, the, the positive side to Josh Gordon, he hasn't taken a whole lot of hits. I saw Josh Gordon running some well, routes the other day. And that, that guy's a freak of nature. He hasn't been hit on the football field. Let me no, rephrase that. He hasn't been hit. But the, the guy's still got. He's still got some wheels, and uh, there's guys you can go down to the freak. park today. I can take you to Benoit with me, and I'll show you some guys with freak athletic ability. Go to any park in America. I see you've seen me play a little basketball. Uh, but the point is, they can't function. Hmm. A lot of them can't function. Same way here. I mean, if you have a five-year substance issue that's going to keep you from, I mean, think about it this way: if they said, "Jamie, you can't have nachos anymore." If you have nachos, we're going to void your $10 million a year contract. As much as I like nachos, I wouldn't be eating nachos anymore. Then they test you, Jamie. We've got not, well, you know. You got, you got, you got uh, yeah, we got melted cheese in your system. 
I mean, think yeah, about it. No, what, no. What, jalapeno. I, well, fortunately for me, I'm not a big nacho fan. Okay, um, okay nacho. But, sta- you can tell me, Walter, you can never have sweets again, and we'll pay you $10 million a then year. No, I don't. Dude, I'm, I'm done. done. I'm done. Out. I'm done. See you. Yes, yes. In my case, of course, if they tell me I can't have a cheap whiskey, I'm a little nervous, but I'll give it up. Vodka works just as fine for you. Yeah, I mean, that's different. It's it's a clear liquid as opposed to dark liquid. So I, I will – I will take my victory. And listen, if I have to conform, if if Gary and Ed and Sean and whoever says tomorrow, hey, you've got to do X, Y, and Z in order to, you know, continue to embarrass yourself every day, uh, five days a week, I'm going, all right, uh, okay, I'll do it. I'll conform. Uh, why? Because you're my employer. I don't necessarily Fight the to, man, Jamie. I don't necessarily Fight have the to, man. I, well, you know what? I'll work at their – at, at their behest. I mean, I you know, if they can get, we are all expendable. I've learned that. You and I, if anybody can speak everybody's to that, you that. and I, yeah, everybody's it, learned we can stuff. speak to that. We are all expendable, particularly at our age. But, uh, oh, gosh, we're starting to sound like Serena, aren't we? Uh, somebody. But, listen, uh, so any of those of you. drug test to me recently. Those of any of you that want us to take your drug test for you, Terry and I will be happy to do that. You know, when I was flirting with the employer I was flirting with yes. earlier in the week, mm-hmm. drug testing never came up. And I'm like, whoo, that's good. Well, they saw the top of your head and said, well, obviously he's taken, I mean, the worst thing this man has taken is Rogaine. It's not working. And that's not working. So uh, they figured you were probably, Terry, you, you, I mean, I hate to give you too much credit here, but you don't, you don't look like the average street bum. You know, you don't. Uh, you're, you're very. I'm not average. You present. Yet. You present a very uh, positive, uh, clean, sober outlook. I can't believe I'm telling you this over I'm the years. I'm sober, but that's about. Yeah, the I mean, only I'm not. Thing. I'm not. You know, you're not really my type. I am thinking about taking up drinking, though. Well, I don't. I don't blame you. Uh, but as, as as Ozzy Osbourne says, there's no future in that. When he's telling his drug kids to stay away from drugs, which they didn't. You know, uh, 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 there's no future in that. Yeah, that's what he yeah. was like. Uh, that was when he was like in, in level three of rehab. You know, he's he's down from everything. But there's a one. There's a guy there who uh, has defied the odds for years. Him and Keith Richards from the Stones. Unbelievable. Yep. I mean, how can you do that to the, the, the human body's fascinating, isn't it? So, Serena, what I'm saying is, what I meant was, if if, if all you got to do that and you can still make your millions. Sign me up, baby. Where's the cup? We'll be happy to take it for you. Yes. Where Just give is me, the cup? Give me a quarter of your earnings and endorsements, and I'm there. Josh Gordon, though, is uh, he can't he, I, he can't get it together. At, at what point do you go? You know, it's like having the girlfriend that cheats on you like every week mm-hmm. for like five years, mm-hmm. and then you have that one magical weekend together. Like, man, this is this is it. She's not going to cheat anymore, and you come back from your vacation, and she disappeared for three days, and you're like, here we go. Well, maybe today is the day she will. I mean, at what point, if you're the Browns, do you go, okay, everything we have done pretty much in our organizational history sans Jim Brown has not worked. It's blown up in our face. At what point do you say, you know what, we're going to come up with our board meeting, and we're going to come up with the best decision we can come up with, and then we're going to do the opposite? Well, a lot of a lot of companies do that. <laughs> Let's just do the opposite of what we think, because what we think has a track record, track record for not working. Well, and they bring in these, you know, always, always those of you who are listening out there, if your company out there is saying we're going to bring in consultants, run like hell. Start start putting your resume out because if they're bringing in consultants, they're bringing in somebody from probably New England, 
who doesn't know you or whatever, and they're there for one purpose only, and that is to eliminate your job. Trust me on this one. I've been there. I've seen it. I've seen their 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 sketches on the wall that look like the plumbing underneath the the Pentagon. The Bob's from Office Space. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, consultants are the scariest. You know that that's the scariest word in corporate America. You know what somebody told me about consultants one time? What's that? It was it was a university president. Consultants find exactly what you pay them to find. That's exactly. They're the right. bad guys. If you want them to be, if you need a bad guy, if they're hitmen. Yeah, they if, you, if you need a hitman, you hire a consultant. Well, hey, look, I probably wasn't going to fire you, but the consultants say you got to go. So, uh, hey, have a nice life. I wonder if Serena would would uh, Serena and Josh Gordon would hire us as consultants. We I don't think probably... anybody would hire us as consultants. Well, that's pretty much it. I wouldn't hire us as consultants. Kramer might. We got to have. We'll him ask him tomorrow. We will indeed. At any rate, folks, thanks for joining us today. One day closer to football season. We will be back. Monday. Monday. It'll still be July. It'll still be July on Monday. Uh, at any rate, thanks to our sponsors today. 